Drum roll, please. We have made it. We've made it to the end of another incredible WSL season. It's the Upfront End of Season Awards, hosted by none other than me, your host, Chloe Morgan, for the evening. And me, Rachel O'Sullivan. hype 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 the red carpet is out the glad rags are on and we are ready for the definitive end of season awards we have got a lot to get through a lot to get through because there's just been so many incredible moments incredible goals incredible players incredible quotes um it's just been an absolute killer jam-packed chock-a-block season of giving um so i think we're going to start with the biggie. Normally that's kind of kept to the end, but this time we don't do things like other pods, all right? We don't do things like other hosts and other awards ceremonies. We're going in with team of the season. Rach. So don't I've... tell us who it is. I want you to tell them <clears throat> why first off. Well, I was um just about to until you Sorry. Um, Sorry interrupted. That. It's my first time. So uh I'm trying to... There's two teams that I've been particularly impressed with. And two, Don't you sound offence. I'm not. And two managers I've been particularly impressed with. Fine. So I feel like I'm going to juggle those two between team of the season and manager of the season. Cool. I think this team has come together really quickly, really nicely, played some really lovely football, caused some upsets along the way, has really pushed uh, the top teams, the teams that we're used to seeing win... Um, and have been led very, very well by their manager as well. Um, and I think the signings that this team made, probably the best signings uh, this season. So for me, can I give my, you probably already, probably already guessed it, um, Aston Villa are team of the season for me. Um, I know they didn't win anything, but they have caused some upsets. Um, they've you know got some big scalps this season. Um, and I think if they carry on the way they're going, uh, they will start to be, be included in the top four or, or, or make it a top five, if you like. I know Carla Ward has talked about wanting to focus on maintaining that top six, understandably, um, but you know I love to call them the disruptors. Uh, so they've got team of the season for me. Do you know I think that's very valid. Um, I haven't gone for that choice. I am shooketh. <laughs> it might come as a surprise to yourself, Rachel, the production team and uh, the listeners. Um but my team of the season, weirdly, I'm going to go through what they've done and achieved this season. Just if anyone wasn't aware, hid under a rock, has moved to a different country like the moon. Um, so they first time proper title contenders finished in the top two for the first time this year. Their goalkeeper got golden glove and record number of WSL clean sheets. It is their first time at an FA Cup final. It is the first time beating Manchester City. Russo picked up the Women's Football Award Player of the Year. It is none other than Manchester, you bloody awesome United. Did you, whoa, did you hear that? Did you hear that? That was a collective gasp of <sighs> shock yes. and breath from our listeners. Thank you. Seismic was that. Um, yeah, it does it. It might not come as a surprise, but also I think objectively speaking, they've been bloody incredible. I don't think you can't, I mean... I, I'm I'm lost for words. I'm Are lost you? for words. That's so rare for you when talking about Manchester United. <laughs> Man United, please come to the stage, collect your award. You've won Team of the Season. Aston Villa, you can you can follow on behind as well too if you want to come up. 
cool. Uh, right, the next biggie, manager of the season. And there's been a lot for people to manage this year. There's been relegation battles. There's been WSL title dramas. There's been a, an epidemic, a pandemic of ACL injuries. There's been transfers. I mean, these managers must be sipping cocktails on a beach right now somewhere because they've been through a lot. So I was at the um, Barclays lunch last week where we vote for manager and uh, player of the season. And the four managers nominated were Mark Skinner, Emma Hayes, Jonas Eideville and Carl Ward. Mm. And I thought every single one of those managers, you could have argued to win manager of the season. I think in terms of what they've done and what they've overcome. Um, so, you know, it was a hard vote. Um, but I think for me, and I said this, how there's two teams that have really impressed me, two managers that have really impressed me, and I want to make sure that they're both recognised. Um, and for all the reasons that you mentioned previously, Mark Skinner is manager of the season for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of what they've achieved, in terms of how they've made it a top four now, um, in terms of the teams that they've beaten for the first time that they hadn't beaten before, um, they've just got that one hurdle left of Chelsea um, and yeah, for all the reasons you've mentioned and, and how well they've done this season in such a short space of time, uh, that's why I've given Mark Skinner uh, manager of the season. This is very interesting because we're now going to top and tail, essentially. Yeah, I feel like I saw this coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're so, we're so aligned now. It's crazy. Two seasons of doing this show and we just so... In tune, man. Gosh, the cohesion. Um All right, well, I might have given it away with that, actually. Um, I mean, Aston Villa were a very close second for me in terms of the the team of the season. But I've got to give a massive credit. I was going to go with Mark Skinner. It was the obvious choice. I think everyone thought I was going to do that. But Carla Ward has been absolutely phenomenal. Where she's taken the team to, the cohesiveness that she's built, they are now... Up in and around being that WSL, the next WSL title contenders, they are throwing spanners in the works. They are making life difficult for the other sides. They are making it exciting football to watch. When big teams like Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea are playing the likes of Aston Villa, that's not a done game anymore. If Aston Villa are playing Man United, you don't know what that score is going to be. If Man United are playing Reading or Leicester, you kind of have a bit of a feel that that's not going to go in Leicester's way. But Aston Villa have now made it a spicier league and I thank them for that because that's all we need in this league, more competitiveness. And Carla Ward has been the absolute saving grace of that squad. So well done, Carla Ward. Please come to the stage. Uh, It'll be the second time that we've seen you in two weeks. Uh, And I'm not just calling you out because you've been on the pod and you are a massive friend of the pod, but we absolutely love you and everything you've done this season. So thank you for from myself and Rach and the whole of the uh, the WSL. You've been outstanding. Um, Player of the season. I love that we started with the absolute biggest awards. Big ones. Like, yeah, normally you kind of, you know, you, you do those at the end. and kind yeah, of You would think some... we would so that people would like keep listening the whole way through. And now I'm worried that we're going to get the big ones out of the way and keep listening. Keep listening. There's an exciting announcement at the end. Yeah, big. I'm not winking. Yeah, it's something to do with Rachel. What? Huge. I don't, yeah, massive. Uh, right, player of the season. Rach, who are we saying? So, this player probably won't come as a huge surprise. But for me... What she's done this season is a big surprise. I don't think anyone could have predicted it. Um, I don't think the team that signed her predicted that she would have the impact that she's had. Oh, I'm I, excited. I don't know. I, I can't call this. I don't think a lot of the people who watched her all of last summer playing left back uh, could have foreseen her coming in and scoring 22 goals in 22 games, equaling Viviane Demas' record. It is none other than Rachel Daly. Um, incredible number of goals 
and also in really important games as well. Um, she's not phased by the team she plays against. There's no kind of worry that she's not going to score. Um, and I think the job she's done at Villa, I think Villa are very, very happy. Um, and Carla Ward touched on the fact that the board were very surprised when she'd suggested bringing her in um, to help with their goal drought. Um, because, of <laughs> course, we'd seen her playing fullback. Um, so, yeah, uh, probably not a surprise. Um, and I feel like this is going very kind of Villa United, Villa United. But for me, Rachel Daly, player of the season. Love that. Absolutely. Credit to Rachel Daly, 100%. That was very much another, that was a close second for me as well. But I'm going to take a different tangent. It might come as a surprise or not a surprise, but for me, I'm going with the delivery devil. I'm going with the assistant queen. She is top draw. She has been doing the business for Chelsea this season. I mean, the pinpoint accuracy, the fact that she's not only on the assist, but also goal scoring. She settles the team. She's like, you just know that she's going to be involved in either the goal itself, the lead up to the goal, the pass before the goal. She'll have something to do with it. And I just rate her. I think technically she's a beautiful player to watch. And I cannot, I, I really hope that she stays with Chelsea for at least another 15 years because she is a absolute joy to see play. And that is Guro. Right on. Come on, Guru. Great shout. Yeah, what a season you've had. Nine goals, 11 assists, uh, and you've been integral to, to the success of the team this year, not only with the title, but also with the uh, the old the old FA Cup Rooney as well. So, um, yeah, congrats. Right, next award. We've done player of the season. It, also, it almost sounds like, you know that the, the, the what do you call it, categories, the X-Factor categories, we've got the over 25 <laughs> section, like the under 25 section. Um, and next one is the young player of the award. So I'm assuming that they've got to be in and around the kind of teenage to very early 20s mark. Yeah, that's I think the that's criteria fair. for this award. Okay, yeah. so Rach, who are you choosing? Who's our superstar, a young superstar to watch? Right, so this player um, has stood out for me all season because she's looked very much at home uh, in the team that she's playing in. She moved to that team this season. Nice. Um, and she doesn't look like, you know, a player who's 20, 21, you know, looks like they've been there for years, really mature, a really confident player and it was a reminder that stays with me is a tackle that she made in the Manchester derby um, at the very end Bunny Shaw I think it was coming in on goal and she made this incredible sliding tackle to prevent what looked like an, an obvious goal inevitable yeah and for me that is Maya Letizia I think she's been brilliant I really hope she gets um, and we're obviously recording this on Tuesday but I'm hoping I'm, I'm foreseeing predicting that she gets called up um, in the England squad uh, because I think she's been fantastic called up and even game time I'm seeing mm. um, yeah I've got to agree she was my second choice oh second choice you're not allowed of two um, but I, I wanted to go with her because obviously you know how much I love Manchester United. But I kind of not think I know who you're going to go for. You don't. I okay. Don't oh, I'm it's, excited. It's very different. And I don't think necessarily she has had the best season, but she's been thrown into some really difficult situations and she's incredibly young and she is incredibly talented. And I think that she is a player to watch in the future. And that is Kiara Keating. Okay. Yeah, I don't think. I, like, don't get me wrong. It's a bit of a. It's a bit of a left field kind of option here. But sure. she hasn't won many games where she has been on, and I don't think that's been her fault. But she's been thrown into top level football really bloody quickly with very little experience. And the, when you actually watch what she does on the pitch, she is still very vocal, still trying to find her feet. And I think actually credit where credit's due, she has pulled out also some incredible saves. So Kara Keaton, yeah, she's like ten. So. <laughs> She's still got so much time as well. So, um, yeah, credit to you, mate. Credit to you. 
All right, Rach. Well, there's been a lot of surprises this season, a lot of uh, weird moments, unusual things happening. But who is the player that really surprised you this season? I've gone really outlandish with my answers in a weird way and for the weirdest reasons. But Rach, you tell us my yeah, you tell us first. So initially I was gonna go with Rachel Daly for the reasons I mentioned that I don't think any of us would have expected her to come in and score twenty two goals in twenty two games in mm. her first season back. Um but I'd like to give it to Freedom Arnum. Freedom Arnum. Um she is obviously an unbelievable player, right? She's she's brilliant, but I just feel like she's stepped up when she's been needed this season. Mm-hmm. Um particularly in the, the first half of the season, in the second half, in the Champions League. I just think she's massively stepped up, um, played some lovely football, scored some unbelievable goals and is exactly what Arsenal needed with all of these injuries happening left, right and centre. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to Frida. Lovely choice. Uh, I went a bit rogue with this. I didn't realise it was players that have surprised us in an, an amazing way. Like they were kind of low key and then they've like shone to start stardom because they've done something incredible. I went okay, like, this is more fun. <laughs> I went players that surprised us in like a weird outlandish Love way. It. Okay. So I went Steph Horton. Sure. Uh, because for having a massive bloody kickoff uh, and not being selected for the England squad. Like Steph who is always so tame, so kind of like team focused team orientated very professional very kind of low key all of a sudden having an absolute bitch about the fact that she's not been selected for the squad and I just thought that was like <laughs> enough's enough I'm not doing it I've done enough for the country where the hell is my name on that list and I rate that energy Steph I rate the energy but again like I say we're recording on a Tuesday we don't know she could be called up tomorrow and, on, and this could come out on Thursday this could not age well I appreciate that and then my second player that surprised me I know where supposed to have one. this is so unfair yeah, but, but because because it is what it is my second player Katie McCabe sure and that's only because she doesn't have any criminal charges being brought against <laughs> her for the various shoves takedowns assaults verbal abuse that she has given to a number of WSL players it's all within the limit barely it's all yellow card max generally like yeah. So yeah, well done, Steph Horton and Katie McCabe. Um, Freedom Arnhem for slightly better reasons. Um, but I wish they... I wish I'd known. We could have done two different types of awards, like <laughs> the, the standard ones and then the more fun ones. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right, Rach, quote of the season. There's so many things that have been said. So where do you even start? So part of me wanted to go with a funny one, like um, Emma Hayes saying it was like gin o'clock. I thought that was quite funny. And there was also a really funny moment recently in a press conference for the pre-match press conference for the Reading game when the Sky reporter introduced himself and Emma Hayes misunderstood and went, Macaroni! And like thought he what? thought it said, thought he'd said his name was Macaroni, and then had to be like, all right, sorry, sorry, okay, no, cut that, cut that, and it it didn't cut because it was live, so we all saw that, and I thought that was really funny. No, I quite liked how she talked about 
being hybrid monsters. I thought it was really interesting. Um, and I think we've seen a lot of different types of football from Chelsea this season. And I think she's right in that they've been able to play when it's not pretty, mm-hmm. uh, when they've been struggling, mm. they've been able to grind out the wins. And I quite liked um, that quote, but she's, she's had some absolute belters this season. Well, it will come as no surprise then that I've chosen Emma Hayes for my quote of the season, but not the same ones. Uh, so I picked one from January 2023. Uh, she quoted Mike Tyson uh, in a post-match interview. She said, fear is like fire. It will either warm or it will burn you, which I thought was um, it was kind of inspirational. Um, and then also I've got to give a massive shout. We don't really do men's football stuff here, but I thought you've Ooh. got to give a bit of a shout to Infantino for his incredible rant uh, after the Qatar World Cup about how he felt like a woman uh, he felt like an ethnic minority he felt like a whatever it was because um, I just thought what the fuck is wrong with you uh, and I think that was the real moment that everyone realised that he knew nothing about um, anything absolutely bonkers so yeah that was um, that was a quote that stuck with me for this season right we have got some breaking news we have Bunny Shaw has signed a new contract from Manchester City come on had it here live. I really hope that is live because Sophie's just sent it through to me and the photos are Bunny Shaw with a bunny on her shoulder. So if there's an award that we can fit in for best signing contract extension announcement, uh, that is definitely it because Bunny with a bunny, genius from Man City. What they should have done is just use the old Barbie photo from before. Um, bunny is a bunny at Man City for another X number of years. Yeah. That would have been absolute marketing gold. All right, well... We've broken it here first, up front, delivering all the latest news. And it will come out on Thursday when everybody already knows. But we have to move swiftly on. Uh, We're going next to what the fuck moment of the season. Why do I keep swearing recently? That's crazy. Why are you suddenly so worried about swearing? Where does that come from? Listeners as well. But like, we've always been a sweary podcast. I'm Irish. I can't not. It's in my contract. Is it not in yours? No, but it feels nicer when it's in an Irish accent. It feels a bit Uh, brutal when it's a bit London. Yeah. Anyway. What the fuck moment of the season? Rach, what are we going for? I'm obvious d- choice. There's an obvious choice. Is, is there? Yeah. When a match on an ice skating rink was <laughs> put on for six minutes and then called off. That mm. is absolutely my biggest what the fuck moment of the season. Just like, what were you doing? Okay, yeah. I just... In the midst of an ACL crisis. Yeah. Yeah, that was gold. Uh, I have three. You change the rules and then you give me shit if I have more than one. I'm so sorry. Uh, the what the fuck moment of the season, not even number one. They're just three top threes. Uh, Spurs in nearly one. being relegated <laughs> after okay. bringing in a £250,000 superstar. Sure, in, add two. <laughs> Leo Williamson pulling pints with an ACL injury in the pub before the Wolfsburg Champions League semi-final. Brilliant, and coming in at number three. Phil Neville being oh. up for Women's Football Champion of the Year at the Women's Football Awards. <sighs> yeah, that was quite a what-the-fuck moment. That was a it? massive what-the-fuck moment. What the fuck, Phil? I mean wasn't Phil's fault. More like, what the fuck, whoever came up with that category and put him in it. No, Phil had a duty of care to women's football <laughs> to remove himself from that list. <laughs> <laughs> right. Favourite upfront guest. This is so cruel. We've just had so fun. All right, we've just had so fun. Yeah, I mean, fair. if I don't say my wife, will she still be my wife? You're in trouble. What? So what I've decided to go with, because we've had some brilliant guests on, we had treats from Sophie remember we had we had oh my god yeah yeah we understand oh my Siri doesn't understand it's fine I'll tell you later it's just my Siri getting involved she got she got a favorite upfront guest apparently she's my favorite upfront guest um we had obviously Carla Ward last week Mm. you know we've got maybe some more guests coming on maybe um so I've decided to go with 
an episode I really enjoyed and was really proud of. And that was with Dr. Emma Ross Mm. on our ACL episode. Um, I learned so much from it. Um, It'd been a pod I'd wanted to do for ages. uh, And I just like blew my mind a little bit. So yeah, for me, that's who I'm going to give it to because all our guests have been amazing. They have been amazing. Um, But I really enjoyed having her on. I've got two. (laughs) (laughs) You can see where this is going. Uh, Joe Tung, I thought it was incredible. I love, I just love Joe Tung anyway. She's an absolute inspo for me regardless. Uh, and I just thought it was really fascinating to go behind the scenes and see what it was like for life as an agent, especially someone who's been in the game such a long period of time, who manages such massive superstars and to see the kind of the development and how they focus on that and protect the players and look after them behind the scenes and make sure that they're doing the business on and off the field. I thought that was that was really insightful. And also, I really enjoyed my interview with uh, Dagny Brynja's daughter. Yeah. Um, she was incredible. She spoke so frankly about uh, the maternity stuff and like what it was like, you know, finding out you're pregnant, going through, you know, being a mother, the, the pregnancy side of things and how difficult that was and how lovely it was that she was sort of bringing her kid to training. And she spoke so frankly. I mean, she did like a swear word and I really... Obviously, I really like that as well. I thought it was really funny. You just said you hate swearing. Yeah, I hate swearing personally. So when it's in like a different accent, it's fine. Yeah, it's, okay. just, it's just softer, isn't it? It's okay, like, it's nicer. Sure. It's nicer. So yeah, those are my two favourite upfront guests this season. And obviously, Sophie Harris bringing treats. Special shout out, mate. Special shout out. And also Sophie Downey, who's just been a legend and putting up with you for That's fair. over a decade. Um, the moment I will always associate this season with is... So I found, I found this one hard. Um... I feel like this season has all blurred together a bit for me mm-hmm. um, and trying to like identify individual moments. But now this is Champions League, but it's more reflective of the season as a whole for me. And that was being at the Emirates when they'd sold it out 60,000 um, at the Emirates. And that wasn't the first time that happened this season in terms of big crowds over 20,000. It happened at multiple games, um, multiple times. And that was a real shift for me, where we saw that not only had clubs capitalised on, and look, that's not to say there doesn't need to be more to be done and not everyone's done enough, but recognising the fact that clubs have managed to capitalise on the Euro success and sustain it. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty special. Like then you go to an FA Cup final, huge crowds, like records being broken. That's what kind of will be, I will associate with this season is records being broken. And I think it's been brilliant. Oh, that's a really nice heartfelt one. Oh, so you're just going to be some weird chitty one. You're going to have two. No, I don't have two. I actually only have one for this. But it was it was Leah Williamson and the ACL injury uh, for me. I know that's a really negative thing to focus on, but out of the if I'm going to take a silver lining from that moment, I think that is not the first time. But I think having someone of that status, of that in in fam- in no, I'm trying to say infamy like, in infamy, pick up an injury like that. Who was so integral in the World Cup squad and who we now know will not be with us on the field for for quite a long period of time. I feel like that was kind of like a big turning point that it was like, okay, well, we keep keep saying more needs to be done. We need to have more research. We need to look at these factors. But now I feel like there is a big push to actually start getting shit in gear. Yeah. This is what I hope to see. Yeah. And I think implementing a lot of the stuff that's already been done or the suggestions or the research has already been done like implementing it like do it like mm-hmm. we need and we've talked about equity across clubs in terms of 
medical facilities and access and stuff like that. And, and hopefully we'll see more of that next season. Uh, can I add another one? Just because <sighs> I just because I don't want to end on like a negative. I've got a, a positive a one that I could use. Go on. Right. It's not it's not a moment I necessarily associate with the season, but cool. we didn't have goal of the season on there. But no. I decided to go with it anyway. Katie McCabe's goal against Manchester City. Right. The woman was dead and buried three days before. Right? <laughs> Hopping out of the Emirates in a boot. We all thought her season and her World Cup was over. Then she rocks up three days later. Thanks to your nan. Yeah, her nan. Your nan, her nan. nan. All all the nans. All the nans Uh, and the candles. Not only did she put in a player of the match performance against Manchester City, but she scored an absolute trademark Katie McKay belter. And to be fair, that's probably what gave them the Champions League Mm. over Manchester City. Oof. So I think there's a, a... positive if you like it's not an injury but what a belter in a story that was that was beautiful and everyone loved that on the pod all of the candle lighting chat yeah that was like Jesus it it was funny alright I'll give you that I think my positive moment obviously has got to be something Man United related is when they (laughs) beat them 3-2 and it was beautiful and there were goals everywhere and it was stunning and it was last minute and it was the most dramatic game of the season and the roar from the United fans in that corner was incredible and then the team going over at the end and oh that was that's another kind of big crowd moment that yeah. just like record breaking kind of thing so yeah that's a good one alright cheers alright well I get to end on a high I get to end on Manchester United um, again that is a wrap for our end of season awards thank you so much for listening this season may be over but we are not going anywhere You're stuck with us yeah you can't get rid of us I'm sorry we're like a <laughs> bad smell <laughs> what a shame what a thing to say when we're stuck in a small <laughs> recording booth together. I don't want to mention it, but there is actually a bad smell. Is Can that I us? record that again? <laughs> no! This is a perfect outro. Come on. This will be the, the award-winning outro right here. Brilliant. We'll be back next Tuesday with a very special guest, so please stay tuned. If you've got any questions for us in the meantime, and also your guesses, tweet us at Football Ramble. Uh, Rach is at Girls on the Ball, and I am at Morgie underscore 89. See you next week. Upfront is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.